You're listening to Consider This, episode 290, for May the 11th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are, here comes another episode of this award-winning podcast. This is Consider This, and I'm Doug Payton, bringing my conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less, coming to you from my COVID-19-free lockdown. Well, I, at least I hope it is. If you're interested in getting your thoughts here, I'm interested in hearing them. Come to considerthis.ctpodcasting.com slash feedback to find out how to do that. That's CT as in couch tomato. Democrats who are bothered by an old white man at the top of their presidential ticket, and Cuomo v. God, those topics, and what a listener misses and is thankful for during this pandemic, are what I'm covering today. Here we go. On the Facebook page for Consider This, I still have a pinned post that's there for you to write what you've learned, or enjoyed, or missed, or lost during this time of the pandemic. It's there for you to let us know how this bit of insanity is affecting you. Listener Barb put a comment on there recently, and there are some things she's missing and some things she's thankful for. Quote, I've missed the freedom to go out and run simple errands. When you're single and don't have pets, it's lonely and tough not to have normal human interaction. Heck, I'll take a hug at this point. I'm getting lots of old projects done, but it's different when you have to do them because you can't really do anything else versus you want to do them. I feel for the small businesses who may not survive and the people who can't work. I'm very blessed to be able to afford to pay my bills, eat, and keep a shelter over my head. That's absolutely true. Among all the things we may be missing are all the things we can be thankful for. Because everything that we're thankful for, someone else may very well be missing. Who'd have thought that we'd have cars lined up for miles to get something from a food bank? The unemployment that has come from the lockdown has hit many families hard. Don't take what you have for granted, no matter how small it may seem to you. Barb also has some things she could do without. Quote, I also want to say that I'm sick and tired of all the political posturing, regardless of the side of the aisle. After 9-11, everyone really came together for a long period of time. Today, not so much. It's very irritating. Close quote. Well, as my dad would have said, amen to that, sister. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends and the Brian Kilmeade Show. You're listening to 10 Minutes or Less, conservative podcast. Consider this. Well, getting back to politics, one of the things that I've had a good chuckle about is how the Democrats have painted themselves as the party of diversity, and yet their presumptive candidate for president is the old white guy they keep complaining about. For all the diversity their candidate pool had to choose from, they skipped over all of that. Who knew that the Democrats were so sexist and racist and homophobic? Well, choosing Biden didn't actually mean that, but that's what they would say about Republicans doing the same thing. I'm just holding them to their own standard. So here's a question. 
are Democrats bothered by the fact that their candidate will be old and white and male? Well, it turns out that Pew Research asked that very question. Overall, 41% of Democrats said yes, it does bother them. Now, if you split this up by men and women, you still get 41% who are bothered by it. But when you break it down by race, you get some stats that longtime listeners to this podcast won't be surprised by. Among whites, 49% said they were bothered. But here's the thing. Among blacks, only 28% cared enough to be bummed about it. If you believed what the left has been saying about race issues, you'd expect that number to be higher. And among Hispanics, that number was only 30%. The obvious question is, why is this? Why are liberal whites more concerned about perceived racism than blacks or Hispanics? After having a two-term black president, are they just not all that concerned about it at this point? Well, I'd like to suggest a different reason that may be in play here. About four years ago, in episode 143, I noted another poll taken of a particular group that asked if they were bothered by what appeared to be a symbol of racism. The result was that fully 90% of Native Americans were not bothered by the football team name and mascot of the Washington Redskins. Apparently, there were plenty of white liberals that were offended for them, but they didn't bother asking the people themselves what they thought. So yeah, when I see that blacks and Hispanics are not bothered by the race of a candidate, as much as the white liberals are bothered, I have to wonder if this is yet another case of those white liberals assuaging their own feelings of guilt, being offended for those who themselves are not offended. That's not preventing racism, it's actually conjuring it up out of thin air. The city of New York has gone through a lot these past couple of months. Being such a hotspot of COVID-19 has taken its toll on the city. As governor of the state, Andrew Cuomo has been under a lot of pressure, no doubt, when it comes to planning and executing a response. But he said something recently that I was a little disappointed with. Governor Cuomo is a Roman Catholic. Keep that in mind as you listen to his explanation of how New York started to bring down the infection numbers. He drew a parallel with eating less leading to weight loss, and thus how what they did brought the infection numbers down. I lose self-discipline today, and I go home, and I eat like a horse, and I'll get on that scale. It's going to give me a different number tomorrow. It is directly a result of what you do today. The number is down because we brought the number down. God did not do that. Fate did not do that. Destiny did not do that. A lot of pain and suffering did that. And that's why we lost five pounds. Roman Catholic Andrew Cuomo said that God did not do that. Now, coming at this question with the assumption of a belief in God, I have to wonder what he thinks God actually does. God may not manipulate your arms and legs and make you do stuff. Doesn't he have any place in what's happening? Since people have been praying to God about this crisis, which presumably Governor Cuomo has also been doing, is the governor saying that God did not answer those prayers and instead left it all up to us? A Christian belief in God comes with the idea that he's working through those of us who know him and 
sometimes through those who don't know him, just ask Pharaoh of Egypt in the time of Moses. So, yeah, a, a bit disappointed. If I could, I'd ask him, again, as a fellow Christian, who gave him the will to lose weight and the willpower to do it? Well, let's hear what you think. Don't forget that post at the top of the Facebook page that asks you to write about your experiences during the pandemic. Or you can write or call me by heading over to considerthis.ctpodcasting.com slash feedback. Lots of ways to get in touch there. I'm so glad you're taking time out with me as we write out these interesting times together. Stick around, and we'll have a good time as we consider this. <laughs>